Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. This is the OKest Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks, because that's just meat in the freezer. It's your tag, you hunt how you want. This is OKest Hunter. Freaking bourbon all over my hand. Oh no! <laughs> oh, it's sanitary. Oh. Yeah, just lick it off. Yeah, it's like hand sanitizer. There we go. You need better. that. Probably do need that. You need it at school, apparently. Cleanest your hands have been all day. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> they never tasted so good. Clean hands do taste nice when you use bourbon as your hand sanitizer. Very nice. Just a drop. You know, it doesn't take much. No. You're listening to the OK Hunter podcast. Thanks for tuning in each week. We look forward to. Uh, Taking up your ear space every week and just vomiting out deer trash talk. Dominating your dome. Dominating your dome, nice. says Derek. That's <laughs> on the shirt, actually. It says, Dominate your dome, public lands. <laughs> we are presented by Spartan Forge, the premier uh, deer movement predictability AI app that exists in the marketplace. They are doing a lot of stuff over there. They have 3D maps, their contour for their like terrain stuff is super crispy. Cool. The mapping stuff is they're they're quickly becoming a leader in the space and you know it's funny because people are like well they don't do this they don't do that i'm like well but they're only like 10 people <laughs> and they've only been around for like i don't know a year or two yeah so if this is how much they were able to do with 10 people inside of a year like that should give you some insight as to what the future is going to hold for those guys Buckle up. and they now have a way to transport your pins in from other apps so if anyone was on on off x whatever it's called um and that was a reason to stay, which that's a compelling reason to stay. If you have a thousand plus pins or hundreds of pins. <laughs> which I did, but I let it go anyway, and now I don't have those pins yeah. to transfer. But I remember where most of the spots yeah, are. That's probably it? holding you back anyways. Yeah, <laughs> go explore. Find something else. <laughs> but no, now you can you can bring them over. Bo Martonic over at East Meets West, he's on their team, and he did a tutorial video on how to do that through their web app, which is now also available. So... It's actually been kind of nice on the web app because we've been pulling up on the big screen. Well, it's not a big screen. It's a bigger screen here in the studio to, to look at some stuff. And, you know, it's pretty cool. They don't have some features over there yet on the web app. Like the you can change the time of the year. So you get like, you know, no foliage versus foliage. That's not available yet. You have to use your phone for that still. But it's, it's still better than what you're going to get on the other stuff to some degree. Vector was here last week. We were just talking about the broadheads that are on the table here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That are very sharp, very careful. <laughs> a man who speaks from experience. <laughs> yeah. My finger is forever deformed. I got a nice bulge on my index finger on the side. Get a nice me. little scar tissue yeah. on there? Oh, yeah. That'll teach you to point at that broadhead again. These things are wicked. Yeah. That's a good product. And their arrows, of course, are 
Or Ted, they, they dropped a lot of knowledge on last week's podcast. So if you want to learn more about their stuff, uh, I highly encourage you to go back a week and listen to, to an episode before this one that you're currently listening to. And you're going to learn quite a bit about how the arrows fly and how you can engineer your hunt, so to speak. That might be someone else's slogan. I'm just mixing all of our sponsors up. Just like a nice salad. Lord Synergy. have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Latitude, Greg. I know you were. You don't toss the salad. It's not that you can toss a little bit. Just don't don't uh, be, you know. Gentle toss. Depends on what team you're batting for. I don't know. Gently. I'm not discriminating. Gently. What kind of dressing you putting on that salad? The ranch wrangler over here? Ranch <laughs> wrangler? Seriously? <laughs> um, the vinaigrette villain? <laughs> <laughs> You're in the OKS Hunter, and we talk about everything but deer hunting. As long as you don't say French. Uh, we don't go there. <laughs> the French turd. I don't know what to call that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, Latitude. I hunted out of the... I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm bringing the train back Get around. Puns no, no, no. I think I think the, uh, the air brakes were deployed there. <laughs> the parachute's been pulled. <laughs> oh, okay, we could just go on for a long time here. No, uh, you know, okay. Latitude. Outdoors. Latitude to help check your attitude. There you go. There we go. Look at that. Getting all punny over here and rhymey. You Greg. both had a little latitude opening weekend, right? We, we did. did. Opening day. You did a better job than I did out of your latitude. <laughs> Not to knock it. I just, it was the first time for me. And I had more complication with finding deer in my scope than I had with the, you know, position in the in the saddle. But those two things combined definitely... Uh, prohibited my ability to take a shot ethically at a deer that I felt comfortable with. I, I was going to let it rip at one point. I was like, I don't know. I don't want to freaking injure this damn thing and like walk all the way across this ridge and go figure where the hell I shot it. That always it didn't feel great, so I just didn't do it. But you, sir, whack and stacked three of them, and we'll get on to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then did you take them on Go Wild, or did you load them up on the, on the trophy to earn some points to get well, some money? I don't think I loaded them up as trophies, but I just made a post. Yeah. Well, if you do, tr- you should do a trophy because you'll get more points, and those points are worth money. It's trophy what points? we call a trophy dough. <laughs> are they it's kind big? Of a big it's deal? Pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I couldn't resist. And look at what we have in the studio, guys. We're we're, we're replenishing here. Look at yeah. this. We're not look dry that. anymore. Look at this. They vowed to never let us go dry. You know what? I mean, they only let us go dry for like a half a minute there. They've done a fine job. I drove to the distillery where this is made and bottled in Milwaukee here. Um, I think it's Central Waters that does it. Oh, really? Uh, for them. Is it? I don't know how that all works, but... There's a partnership there. There's something going on. Not my business. I don't care. I just showed up and I was like, wow, look at all this bourbon being made. Can I look at it on the line? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. So I took a quick little clip. How I've, swiss- how I've missed you, <laughs> sweet bourbon. It is good. So my buddy, my buddies were here... Two weeks ago for the deer camp episode. Yes. And I had just gotten the stuff like maybe that day or the day before or whatever. And my buddy Clayton down like half a bottle almost to himself. And he doesn't like bourbon. I was like, well, clearly you like this freaking bourbon (laughs) because you kept drinking it. And he was pretty drunk by the end of the episode. Oh, boy. That's deer camp. I mean, you guys were right before deer camp, (laughs) right? Like, Yeah, I mean, this is going to bring you some luck. That much luck. That's a pretty good amount of luck. Yeah. It's upstairs talking to my wife for a while. And she's like, "He's he's really drunk. I was like, what happened to him? I was like, well, he's sleeping here. I mean, he's just probably like cutting loose. And he just drove six hours from Michigan or whatever it was. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Drop Tine. Appreciate that. I've seen some other comments that people have been bringing us to their deer camp, so it's kind of cool. Anywho. Yeah, I got to say, at deer camp, this is, I like having this because my my parents went with Jägermeister this year. 
and some people maybe like the Jägermeister. It's a it's a I'm it's a fun thing to shoot. Wild about it. No, you usually take shots of it. Wild. Yeah, yeah. This did, is a sipper. Sh- yeah, this is this is beautiful. It's a different it's a different modality. Yeah. The first one we did was warm Jägermeister. Oh, oh wow. I've never heard of that. You usually put in the freezer outside. That's what I said. Bottle Why frosted. is this not in the freezer? And I was like, oh, I just thought I'd pour one for your the buck you got in Illinois. I was like, wait till it's frozen. <laughs> but we did it. Where's, that, where's the drop time at? Bring that over. Let me wash my mouth out with some Robitussin. and taste slightly better. <laughs> so I think you guys, yeah, you guys killed deer with guns, and I didn't. With guns. I killed Uno deer. Yeah. Well, deer did collectively. Menage deer. Yeah. <laughs> Menage, that's three, right? That's what that means, isn't yeah. it? Huh? Got a threesome of does. I did. Do some do on do action over there. Does from different area code. <laughs> they were in the same area code. They were in the same area don't, code. Don't fool yourself no. there. Now they're in the same freezer. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I mean, they are in the same freezer. All right. Geographically, they're sleeping all in the together, place, Back so. sleeping together, just like it was in nature. That's right. Dirty does. Uh, Let's just say that that property had a major problem with all the public land deer coming out there and and chawing down corn or beans or whatever it was. No, no. So it was uh, a winter wheat field. It was a wheat field. He picked it, harvested it, and then put in a cover crop of dike and radishes and clover. I'm sorry, what are dike and radishes. Right away, you had to go down that. Yeah, but I'm, I and I'm not was, even trying to get know, tricky here. I'm just yeah, like, what I mean, is that? I know what a radish is. Simple mind isn't that tricky. Trust me. I know me. what a dike is. I know what a dike is in terms of like an irrigation Google, thing. Google it, okay? I'm not Googling dike. I'm Googling it with Greg right D- here. Diken. Okay, well, thank you. See? Oh, see, when you say dike and the word and, it just sounds like you're saying dike and radishes. Wow. Not at all. Someone's got to back me on this. We're the comments. Of, have another hit of bourbon, would you? <laughs> Jesus. Son of a gun. <laughs> Welcome to the stream, James from North Carolina. Sweet. Sorry that you're here with us. For your own sake. <laughs> For your own sake. <laughs> Listen to these three idiots. So, he's planted this winter yeah, stuff. It, so, dyke and radishes grow about a three to four. Just, stop. Now just say radishes. It, just now say radishes. He did that on purpose. So no one has ever called a freaking radish a dyke and radish <laughs> in the history of radishes. The radish... Grows about a three to four foot taproot, so it helps the farmer aerate his soil. So they will grow, get green, get nice lush tops on them. The deer love them, and then love a good top. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> and uh, just watch out for my rack. Yeah, I, I, I will, I will. It's fine. If it wasn't so big, I wouldn't have bumped into it. Right. <laughs> First thing I do is try to get my hands on that. <laughs> Lord have mercy. It's a very clean episode because we started with hand sanitizer, and now we're talking about dyke and radishes. So you you're you, you're the one that brought you, it no, up. You're the one that brought it up, not me. <laughs> what did I think we got to get back on topic and talk yeah. about laying down some doughs. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the deer were coming in there hot and heavy off the public, and I got access to the public. Was able to hung, hang on the public and take some does. Okay. Long story short, so. Three of them died gloriously. Some pretty damn good shooting. Yeah. It didn't go too bad. Sharpshooter. Put it where you intended to put it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek, get your mind out of the, you know, Thank you. cutter. Dacon. See? Well, that sounds weirder. It's on. Now that I said it out Not loud. and. See? But the way you said it sounded like and. No. See? He knows. <sighs> Thank you, Facebook user. Yep. Clarify that for you. 
Uh, Oak Tree Dreams. I suspect it's true. It usually is. I got a crew over there. But good evening, gents. How are you? We are well. Well on our way to drinking some bourbon. Congrats to those boys, too. Cause Putting them down. You want to call laid, in? They laid down a whole bunch of bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch this, guys. Watch what I can Judging do on the screen. from the old uh, Instagrammer. Boom. There's a ticker on our screen with our phone number. So if anyone and I'll do I'll do I'll do the uh, the overlay. Yeah, it's also. broken. No, it's not. You broke it. just slow. I'll do both. Look at that. You Don't can't, call me slow. Who's calling slow? Yeah, who you calling slow? No, it's slow. You're Mr. You're, I can't find the deer in the scope. Oh, <laughs> where is it? Uh, oh, I'm looking through the wrong end. It's foggy you when you breathe. To take the hey, you always make fun of me off. for <sighs> Yeah. That's how it sounds. Hey, we got to take your breathing My down Lord. a notch there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stand there, boy. Look at that. So Look at that. I got the phone number listed two different ways here for folks Holy that are wondering. Crap. That's pretty loud. That's pretty good. I didn't know I could do a ticker until like a week ago. I was like, wait, what is this? What yeah. is this nonsense? I was just fumbling around, putzing around in this computer and found this nifty new little feature that really isn't so new. But it's been there for it's a It's been while. there the whole time. I had no idea. Sounds yeah, like I the deer. What this does. They grow up so fast. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's a lot of work, cutting up three doughs. Tell me about it. What'd you, did yeah, you, how did you do process? it all at once? Like, what'd you do? Well, the nice part is, is I was able to drive my truck and get them loaded into the truck, so it wasn't a far drag. Yeah. But I did take them away from there into another field, field dressed them, and took them home. Realized that I don't have enough places to hang three deer in my garage, <laughs> so I went off to my mother-in-law's, where she's got nice wide-open rafters and all sorts of places for me to hang bodies. So but Jesus, bodies, man! Yeah. Take a deer, just yeah. Some deer. pulleys, what sling over there, or what'd you do? Floor. Drew's gonna, <laughs> Drew's calling in. Oh, Drew's calling in. Yeah, I, I hung him up. I did not have pulleys. Hey, Drew, you're live on the show. Welcome. Talk about that because mm-hmm. I need to. Oh, oh guys, how's hey, it going, buddy? Drew, I think people. You guys said to call in, so I figured to call in. You should <laughs> call in. Yeah, boy. Yeah, hopefully people are. can hear you because we've had some comments about not being able to hear our call, but we can hear you, so it's okay. Anywho, how's it going? Good. How'd your season go? Uh, for me, I mean, I got a buck, you know, I got a fork. I mean, I'm proud of it. I got meat in the freezer. Hell yeah. I ain't going to complain. And it was cold as hell too, this, that opening weekend. (laughs) So I mean, getting a deer down, honestly, warmed you up a little bit, but you know, for as a, what was it? I was going to say, I mean, I think that was the reason a lot of guys pulled triggers was just to get the hell out of the misery. <laughs> it was a cold city here in Wisconsin. And you're a Wisconsin guy. You know what we were dealing yeah. with. Yeah, and, you know, it. this year, honestly, I'd have to say, and it's hard for me to say it because it's never happened, but this was probably our, me and my brothers, at least, worst year ever. Like, we didn't really see too many deer. Uh, there was probably the fewest shots I've ever heard for an opening day or opening weekend in that matter. But, I mean, as you can see, like, as a whole, our our crew, like, just smashed opening weekend. So, I mean, can't really complain on that. Heck, yeah. How many yeah. bucks did you guys put down for the uh, Oak Tree Dream? And how many people are in your crew? Let's uh, let's talk about that and then get to the bucks and who yeah, got what. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> technically, okay, so there's me, Jarrett, Jarrett with one R and one T. So, there's two Jarretts, a Jake. Jordan, Jesus, and Billy, who's the newest guy who waterfowl hunts a lot. So you got the J squad and then plus Zach, my brother. Okay. Oh. And my brother, he's kind of just hit and miss. He shows up when he wants, kind of thing. So I mean, I don't know if he's really like 
the seventh guy or not, but he's, he's part of it, but he's, you know, he's, he has works in a lab in Madison and whatnot. So that's cool. That's, that's a, a that's a healthy crew. crew. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of J's in there. And then you got Billy. Yeah. I like how, I like how that it goes. gets very, it gets very confusing. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Drew sounds like a J almost Drew. <laughs> Drew, Jared, Jordan, yeah. Jeffrey, Johnny, <laughs> Jingleheimer, Schmidt. Jeez, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of all the alcohol. Yeah, pretty much. Jack Out of all a, of us, yeah. I think only, yeah, there's only two people. So out of seven, didn't get a buck, which one was my brother, and I kind of laughed at him about it. But <laughs> <laughs> he kind of hunted his butt off this year again. Kind of like last year when I shot that giant. Like I went out one time, shot a buck, and that was it. Like I think... <laughs> This is that was my second ever time hunting this year myself, just because of a lot of personal stuff that came up. That you know, I went out first day. We could have shot a spike actually, but my brother had to tell me like talk me out of it a little bit, because you know it was pretty small. I was, the body wasn't really you know meat worthy. I mean, I wanted to you know because I was going to be proud of it, but he's like, no, dude, there's really nothing on that. Like, like let it go, wait for a doe, but. <laughs> The next day, and that was the only deer we seen actually Saturday, which was sad. But Sunday, when I seen that fork, I was like, "He first goes." My brother first looks to his left. He's like, "Dude, there's a bobcat coming." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and I look over, and I'm like, "I'm like, dude, that's a deer." And he goes, "Oh, I guess it is." I, like, I guess it is. Can you not tell? Me, can you not tell the difference, bro? I was like, "Well, is, is it at least a buck?" He looks through his scope, and he's like. Yeah, it looks like one with your name on it. I'm like, what do you mean by that? He goes, well, it's a fork. I was like, all right, good enough for me. Fucking, I put my gun in front, like kind of leaned it up against the, well, we were sitting in a double that day and uh, two man stand and I put it on the railing and it kind of just in front of him. I'm like, all right, just plug your ears if you can. And fuck it, it went off and it was early in the morning. So like there's the flames and shit. And he's like, dude, you could have burned my hair off. I was like, well, we got the deer though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're due for a haircut anyway, yeah. brother. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it was Yeah, thanks. You know, it it's awesome. I I can't complain. I mean there's you know, some people in town that are like, Oh, look at this guy that shot this small one. I'm like, Yeah, look at me, dude. I got one year still trying to get yours and you gotta go back in the cold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and cook up some pack straps like Hell yeah. Oh, and I did. I went right home and did that. The wife goes, oh, you got a deer. I was like, yeah, I tried calling you. She goes, oh, you must have not had a reception. I was like, you put me to voicemail three times. Like, <laughs> she goes, but she had the house full of kids, and uh, her, a couple of her friends came over, and they were making, like, a big lunch for all of us when we got back. So Nice. Sounds awesome. Cool. That's fun, man. Good deal. So did you, did you share those lines with anybody or just eat them by yourself? I actually, I ate half when I was cooking them, and then I gave whatever was left to the rest of people. So. <laughs> Let them fight over the scratch. You, how, do you, how do you cook them? Do you just get some mushrooms and onions and butter in there? Or you gotta, a you just warm until the blood disappears uh, off the outside, and then you pop them in your mouth. <laughs> it sounds like you did. Pretty much just in a frying pan, butter, onions, mushrooms, and garlic, and then, you know, just color done for preference. Yep. 15 seconds aside. 15 seconds aside. Slurp them down. Slurp them down, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. eating oysters. They're still running away. They're pretty good to eat. That's so. right. <laughs> That's good. Are you, is that stuff going to be up on your... You guys got a YouTube channel. Are we going to be able to watch any of that or what? 
Uh, unfortunately, for some reason this year, something happened to like all of our ability to even film anything because my fork was going to be actually filmed and get put up there, and my brother fo- dropped his phone out of the tree stand as he was recording, so we didn't get that. Yeah. That's it's no wonder we all... Dude, yeah. it needs to be on our show. Yeah. Yeah. Send, like, me that, send me that clip, and we'll, we'll, we'll make right, you guys right. internet yeah. famous. Yeah, we'll help you out with that. <laughs> yeah. And then okay, Billy <laughs> would have been able to film, but Billy, he actually sunk his duck boat. I don't know if you guys seen that post on Instagram. Post. <laughs> guys. Yeah. yeah, we got to merge. We got to merge. Lost yeah, he he dumped his uh, boat and lost all his camera gear in the bottom of Mississippi. And shotguns. Another yeah. guy only filmed off his phone, and he uh, broke his phone the day before opener. So nothing, I don't know what happened to the other two. They nothing really you guys did cute. this season was meant to be caught on camera, apparently. <laughs> no, none of it. <laughs> and, you know, it. I even told them right before gun season, I'm like, dude, so gun season is like the biggest time on YouTube. Like, we got to get this film, this and that. And then it, the time comes and we're all killing, like, everyone's killing giants and whatnot. And I'm like, so what you guys get for film? And they're like, oh, yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. And they all, then all these excuses come on. I'm like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, I mean, I had an excuse to go along with it, too. Cause, oh, yeah, you know, and. It's not always about that. I mean, you got the memories in your head and all the laughs. So, I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is the important part. You know, filming is a tricky, tricky. I'll forego it every single time. I don't, I didn't get the buck that I shot on film. I, I got the you, buck on film. I didn't get any moments, shooting on film. You got the moments leading up to it, which were pretty priceless. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, we got plenty of footage afterwards, I think. Yeah. So we cover. And you know what? You can't post that shit anywhere on social media anyways. Yeah, you'll so get, you'll get ding who cares? Oh yeah, that's another <laughs> shoot part. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people just shoot, they just cut that part out of the out of the film nowadays because you can't you can't show it anywhere and without getting they, your wrist slapped. And once they find the deer, they got to put it in black and white because yeah. you can't have any red blood on there. Yeah, you got to be real careful. Yeah. So it just fades out black that's and white. That's why we post all the good pictures to go wild. So there yeah, you exactly. There you go. Yep. That's where the good stuff belongs yeah. anyway. More people are flocking over there for good reason. Well, thanks for the call, dude. Thanks for. For sharing that. Yeah, no problem. Dude, yeah. it's snowing here at work, and we've been dead for the last three hours, so don't tell my boss. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. All right. <laughs> we won't tell you. I Does your boss listen word. to the podcast? <laughs> no, he doesn't, actually. He doesn't. So. Okay, we won't tell him about it. I'm I've never had someone guys, not tell someone about the podcast. podcast. Got it. <laughs> Good stuff. We'll get some work done while you can. All righty. You guys have a great night. All right, you too, too. Congrats again, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Congrats to you guys, too, on your awesome season during bow. So. Sweet. All right, talk to you later. Adios. Adios. Bye. That's good. It's good to hear from people. What's up, Evan? I don't know any other podcast where you can call in. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know any. Yeah, it's cool. It's a live one. Yeah, that's nice. Although, the Belly Up podcast, the You Betcha guy, they're doing some call. I don't know how they're doing it. But it looks like they're they're sitting at a bar, at they're, a bar. They're probably reaching out to some friends, going, "Hey, you should probably." Yeah, but no, but the, there are some that like one dude called in and he's like, "Hold on, hold on a second, guys, hold on, I gotta I gotta take care of something." And here, pow, 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 he goes, is ditch, "Just shot a couple ducks, no, or, it wasn't or pheasants. pheasants." Yeah, I was like, and they're like, "Did you just did you just go shoot the pheasants they're right now?" They're allowed to road hunt in the Dakotas. Yeah, so. it was funny though, like that. So it must have been a. That's and, all you do. Yeah. 
That's what a lot of people do. It's not what I do. Winning but, uh, hearts and minds with uh, the Collins. Speaking of pheasant hunting there, Jeff commented, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler. Pheasant hunting in Iowa right now. Good right. luck, guys. Go get a big one. Go get and it. being very okay, Jeff, that's not acceptable. You guys need to set the bar a little higher. And one thing, do a little more than okay. You guys are the with dog the world's bros. greatest bird dog. Go and, shoot and the Tyler shit meeting out of next to you. Yeah, Tyler's got the best bird dog in the state. Yeah, best dog as far as I'm. Concerned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's everyone that came to the trade show last March got to meet Mac. Yeah. Mac was incredible. Mac, Mac, is, Mac was more of a draw than anything else. Mac sold more hats. <laughs> than he Mac did. Sold, yeah, Mac sold more hats than Tyler did showing legs. Tyler gave away a lot of free. Uh, the shorts are a little too short. <laughs> they were short, but you know we'll who cut had them short shorts. Just wait till you see this you, year's you pair. You see, you were COVID, so you... you oh, that one you day? there that one day. Yeah, I missed out. Just wait till you see this year's pair. He said he's going to wear it at the yeah, trade da- show. Daisy Dukes. Tyler. They're gold. Yeah. Leader hosen. Sequins. And the pockets will be hanging out. Oh two rows God. of sequins. That's how big they are. <laughs> Just two rows. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to look great, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John, you're live on the podcast. How's it going? Good, guys. How are you? Oh, Excellent. there's that guy. We're good. It came through uh, John Spellflu. So, but I know what it really is. Is John Spellflu? Yeah. So, look, one word to describe the opener: uh, cold. Just cold. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. I've been doing this a long time, a long time, and uh, that's that's the coldest opener I've ever I've ever sat. Um, it, it was brutal. So, I, I must have just been in a good spot. But yeah, it was. It it to us. I got a dough. I think we ended up with four or five doughs opening day, something like good. that. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, it was. It was, a cold, it was a cold opener. And Greg, it's Daikon. Daikon. That's our Facebook user. He's in. Yeah. The, he's in the Shooter that's Buck our, Club. That's our guy. He's always yeah. looking out for me. Thanks, John. Appreciate Dike. you. Yeah. See, if uh, Greg wouldn't have said it wrong, I wouldn't have got all sexual on him. Well, you would have found a way. <laughs> right, me. he's all weird about that shit. Anyway, it just went down a weird, just went down a weird, weird rabbit hole. Always, so I, I really show. called it for two reasons. Number one, to, to correct Greg on on Daikon, and then the other reason that the the real story that I had from from Gun Deer season was, uh, um, I'm guessing a fair amount of your listeners uh, probably know who Doug Duran is. Yes, and probably know what he's doing with uh, sharing the land, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to partner with him, and we ended up uh, actually doing a hunt uh, on a on a property that myself and another guy did some work on. Uh, we did conservation work on the land earlier this summer, and then we got to uh, we got to hunt it uh, last weekend. So, so I just thought I'd share that, and it's just another another way for your listeners to get uh, to get access. So. Um, I hopefully that's not a shameless plug, and I hope you guys uh, aren't upset with me for doing that. But uh, you can shameless plug all you want. I think it's no, I think it's yeah, I think it's, it's, a, in, 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 it's as long as Doug, real, as I long mean, as Doug invites longer. us back to that cold ass barn of his again, uh, the <laughs> barn house, we'll be happy to that's coming barn. up here in a couple weeks. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that was you know my my hunt was really. It was largely largely uneventful. Um, I didn't didn't see a whole lot of deer, didn't see a whole lot of bucks, but uh, it was cold. It was miserable, but I uh, got to spend some time with some cool people and family and friends, and ate some good food. And hell, that's what it's all about, anyway, right? Yeah. Did you did you end up making? What were you going to make? I forget. You called in beforehand to tell us what you're going to make. Was it deer? Yeah, I made. Yeah, I made queso. It was a hit. Wild right. wild turkey queso. Yeah, it was a hit. Sounds great, yep. John. Yeah, people eat the shit out of it. So, so yeah, it was it was good stuff. 
That's a good it place. Was, it was good turkey. stuff, but uh, I always make sure anyway, to pack so Tylenol and, and Harper medicine for deer camp. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, all right, guys, I'll let you go. I just uh, had to call in and just a uh, shameless plug, but uh, I, I think it's pretty cool what's going on there with that sharing the land thing. There's, I mean, there's access out there if people want to do a little conservation work. So, which is fun to do and. And uh, congrats on your guys' seasons. You guys all had a hell of a year. So uh, good job. Look forward to seeing you all soon. Yeah, so likewise, John, John, before you go there, I just want to put a plug in for you. No shame involved, but what you and uh, Tony have been doing with the Share the Hunt and Greg um, helped out with uh, Some of the, mentor the Hunt hunts. in Common. Yeah. Yep, mentored hunts. That's been really yeah. fun to watch. And what you guys have been doing to help people we get got, started in hunting is really We got more awesome. things coming, so... Um, <clears throat> I kind of say yeah, we. I, it's really, it's really starting to blossom. Um, we're 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 busy with, it and I appreciate that, Derek. It's, I mean, it's we got a lot of stuff going on with it. So, and that's where a good portion of my season went, and I'm super happy with that. Was uh, I don't know how many new people I shared blinds with or or sat against trees with this year. It was super fun. So. It was, uh, it was it was a really fun fall for me. Busier in hell, but it was fun. I'd love to get involved with uh, some spring turkey hunts if you need any help with that. If you got people lined up to do some of that, I'd love to love to get in on that too. Yeah, John, we'll uh, we'll have a discussion after this. Maybe if not tonight, yep. tomorrow or something, we'll we'll circle the wagons yep. on it. I mean, yeah, there's we we've got a kind of a tentative thing in uh, uh, planned already. So yeah, we've we've got we've got stuff in the works for it. So good deal. So I'd love to have you guys involved with it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so, for all you do. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks for the call. Tell Doug we all say right, hi. Guys. Yep, you're welcome. Talk to you later, boys. All see right. See yep, see ya. He's very good with the food, too. Over uh-huh. at the, the, over the venison heart oh, was that, great. That was the first time I had heart. And Same. I had every really? Time. And then he also made those shredded venison sandwiches. Yeah, that's right. Those were the best. Which I don't think I missed the dinner in the lodge. Yeah. I must have ate about three, four of those. Oh, those are good. <laughs> yeah. He had a lot of it. It was yeah, a big old like good. Nesco or whatever, a big it old was delicious. slow cooker or called. Yeah, you'll never starve if John's around. No, he likes to take care of people, mm-hmm. which is nice. Very Clearly gracious. mentoring yep. hunts and feeding yep. people. He's a good man. Sharing the land. God, he's such a sh- He was taught really at a young age how to share. Something my kids know nothing about right now. I'm still working. It's developmentally appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy going and helping out with that stuff too. They, I mean, John's the one that put me on to helping with it. Yeah. So yeah, you've been to two, three things. Just one thing so far, and then you like, keep getting invited. To stuff. I keep getting invited to things. I was supposed to mentor a bow hunt. I couldn't make it. My aunt passed away. Yeah. So that that took me out of that. Um, I am going to be mentoring uh, somebody for the doe hunt on the 11th of December. I'll be up at the Duran Farm. Cool. Looking forward to that. Just uh, somebody that hasn't shot a deer in a while, or maybe has never shot a deer, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll get to be there with them, hopefully coaching them along. Good, yeah. You'd be a great teacher to have along, Greg. We'll find out. Taught me quite a bit in the deer woods. So absolutely. And you did the? Did you do the squirrel hunt? I did do the squirrel with Tony hunt. Or at, was that at Tony's? Place it wasn't or? at Tony's place. So that was at Doug Duran's also. Gotcha. So I took a guy that had done some hunting and just kind of, hey, this is kind of what I know. Let's see if we can get some squirrels, and we did. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Super cool. Is yep. Brock listening to this episode? He's probably going to invite you to two more things by the time this episode's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, invite hey, Greg. Bro- Brock and John, those two have been very instrumental in getting me involved with that stuff, so I yeah. appreciate that. But you're a good on. teacher, believe it or not. So you know, I know Thank you're, you. You're pretty modest, sometimes too modest. Yeah. You know. 
came out and helped me track this this buck. Keep yourself humble. You know, it's, it's have you shown that it. off yet on the? Yeah, I think we did. When, I, we did one backdoors here. I haven't shared any of that footage. I put it. I've on pieced a, some of it out yeah, on YouTube, yeah, but not much. I've yeah. I don't want to ruin the surprise. So yeah, but I've I got some really good video and some good footage and some good little moments and. <clears throat> I yep. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what it turns out to be when Very it's all cool. said. The and stuff done. with my dad is the stuff that cracks me up the most. Yeah, I, mean, I, I so I thing. did watch one of those clips the other day, and I was just laughing. Like I, I'm glad I shut the phone off before he dropped his shorts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like literally, like literally, Moon shut does. the phone off, yeah. and there he goes. And <laughs> yep, he's gonna. Nope, don't do it. <laughs> we could we could have blurred that out. Yeah. <laughs> that he was so fun. excited. That's pretty funny. Yeah, we're all pretty excited. So, and you, you got a buck uh, with the gun got a in buck. the Northwoods, which is not easy to do. The Northwoods. The Did North you do Woods like a there. Hal Blood style? Like what, what happened? Um, so, <laughs> not exactly. I, I, I Did you take to, your boots off again? I went, <laughs> boots stayed on, but the jacket was off. So everyone who was saying it was cold, I felt when you're bad. moving around because I was you were walking moving, around. Oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah, I just had my zip up on, and I was like good to go. But <clears throat> I sat in the morning. Super unprepared this season, going yeah. to Illinois and whatnot, and I just didn't make it up north to scout. And I have a spot that I've been going to, the spot I went last yeah. year when Greg went. I had some luck there, but last year I just noticed the deer movement had shifted. They weren't coming through this spot. Yeah, we anymore. didn't we didn't have a ton of action through there. A couple you of had a little bit of action, yeah. a couple of those. I didn't see anything right. opening day last year, so I, I didn't have much faith in it. I had hung a camera there in the beginning of... September, I think. Yeah. To kind of see, like, is this spot going to be worth? Is it while? really going to? I never it? got to go up and check it. Oh. So okay. I was like bouncing around. I was in my head, like, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. Um, my dad said he's going to go to the spot that was just north of there. He's like, I just made up my mind. I said, I'll just go with you. Yeah. Like, let's just go walk in together and let's just like, I'll. Who cares if I get one or not? Like, let's have a dad moment. Mm-hmm. So I went in with dad. We walked in. We we ended up passing up a bunch of tracks, some open scrapes in the snow. Walking in, we're like all excited. And then we get back to this like. Island we're on, there's like barely any trucks. Man. So we, we're sitting, and I'm up in a tree, and the wind's blowing. You know, it's cold, and Dad texted me. I think it was like 8.30, and he's like, I don't have any tracks by me. I'm going for a walk. I was like, cool. Yep. I'll probably wait another hour, and I'm going to go for a walk. Uh-huh. So I went and checked that camera, and there was fawn tracks here and there, but it didn't. It just didn't look good. So um, Dad texted me. He's like, meet me at the truck at 11. Perfect. So we each did a little walk around, check things out. Didn't see any deer. Met at the truck, and for the first time in my hunting career, we went back to the cabin on opening day. Wow. We, oh, yeah. We wow. sit all day, every day, every year I've ever. Yeah, I've From never 12 missed years old on, I've yep. never gone back to the truck. Yeah, because that's what we did last year. I've like, never I gone back to the, the truck in my the life. Day. And I, that's when I shut all my box, is in the middle of the day. Yep. yep. When people, other people do that. But I was like, whatever, I'm going with dad. So we went back, sat by the fire, had lunch. <laughs> we took a nap. I told my mom. Because my mom was watching the field out in the back by the cabin. And I said, don't let me sleep more than 10 minutes. All of a sudden, I wake up. She's like, hey, it's been 10 minutes. I was fully asleep. I was like, oh, feeling fresh. Let's go hunting. <laughs> I was like, good to go. <laughs> so uh, dad had an, an area that he had bow hunted this past fall, a new spot. Yeah. Um, they had tons of oak trees. There was just acorns everywhere. He's like, let's go check it out. I know it gets a lot of hunting pressure because it's right by a really popular lake. And he's like, let's go take a drive and see how many trucks there are. And there was a lot of trucks. All the oak leaves in the snow were all ripped up, like deer all over. They're ponded rubs up everywhere. There's still acorns. There's the deer feeding mm-hmm. in there. Or should we, we should saw, we go hell blood and say they were parring? Parring up. <laughs> They're all parring. 
So we drive around. There's trucks all over the place, and Dad had some spots that he wanted to sit. He ran some cameras there, and everything was at night. And the sign looked good, but I was like, I, I knew they're not going to be there. So I'm looking at the map. He's like, you could go here. You know, Dad's trying to set me up, hook me up like he always does. so good at that. And I said, hey, have you ever been down this road up? You know, it's like a mile west, uh, sorry, east of where my dad wanted to go. And he's like, oh, I've been down there before, but it didn't look as good. And I was like, just drop me off there. Tell me where you're going to park the truck, and I'm just going to still hunt. Because on the map, just looked like big hills. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's windy. I'm not going to sit. I'm just no. going to walk around, poke around. So he dropped me off, and I just went to the steepest crap I could find, found a little spine ridge, and I dropped off, and I just went a little ways, 80 yards. And all of a sudden, I saw three does get up on the ridge across from me, and they were feeding. And it was, there was no people tracks there. All the trucks were parked like 400 yards down the road where it was nice flat, full of oaks. So I drop off into these bowls and I immediately saw a deer, poked over another ridge, saw another deer, came up to this top. There was like a little bowl on top that was thick. Thought this would be a great spot for him to bed, start creeping around, jump up a deal. I'm like, this is awesome. I just saw like five deer. I've been here for like 30 minutes. That's this more than incredible. you saw all last year up there. For real. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> and area I've never been into. And also yeah. I start finding some rubs and it's just so windy. You know, like they can't hear you. Yep. You just go slow. They don't, Take advantage they can't of that. You. Yeah. So that's what I did. And I just kind of poked around, saw a couple more does and just kept bumping them. Like, this is, this is not the direction I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to be going west. But I dropped around this big ridge and started heading south. And as I'm hooking around, <clears throat> I get to the back part of the ridge um, where I'm expecting some deer to be, kind of leeward side. And there I pop over and that snow squall starts hitting right as I'm popping over. So it's snowing like crazy. Peek up and like 20 to 30 yards away, there's two little fawns bedded. And they kind of see me, but they don't know what's going on. So they're sitting there looking and then I kind of stand up on this rock. They stand up, and then a doe stands up that I didn't see, and they took off down the valley. Excuse me. So I was like, well, I got to see if there's anything with them. Mm-hmm. Take off down the valley. I run down the hill about 20 yards, get a look, nothing with them. And I turn over, and up on the side of the ridge above me a little bit, it's just a buck laying there in the snow with a doe just looking at me, and it's squalling. So I throw my scope up. I can see it's a buck, but I can't really see how big it is, and I'm like, eh. I could have shot. He was in the wide open. I was like, eh, he's laying there. I don't know how big it is. And then the doe gets up. And she takes off side hill and around. And as soon as he got up, I was like, I'm only going further from the road. I'm just going to shoot this one. <laughs> you look pretty good. Like yeah, It's good already enough. some big hills between me and the road. <laughs> so and then when he started running, it was like more interesting. And he's running. And there's a big blowdown. And she jumps the blowdown. It's like the only opening I have. And as soon as he got in the opening, I shot. And he was quartering away. And I hit him right right below the spine and it exited right through the front and he just dropped spined him so he crashed right on the other side of the log but he was still you know kicking around alive so i'm all jacked up like i don't know how you held off three (laughs) shots in a row on three different doses because like once i shoot i'm just like my brain turns off and i'm just a boom boom i shoot two more times i'm like why am i shooting from here there's like a ton of brush you can't even move like just run you never even phased him no, I didn't even hit him. There's no. a tree with a hole blown in it. When yeah, I got oh, over. yeah. Been there, done that. So I went running up or, you know, around him, and I got right above him, and he, he was pretty much done. But I I just didn't like seeing him laying there alive. So right. I put one more on him and got a buck. <laughs> nice. So it was pretty cool. You know, if I got my gun out right now and got my bolt action going, I'd be fumbling around with it, and I could do it. It would be kind of, like, janky. But when I am racking up around a deer... It happens in like a fucking 
millisecond. Dude, I'm just ready to go. Boom, boom, boom. It's just that adrenaline kicks in and uh, things operate the way they're supposed to. And I love the bolt action. I love racking other rounds. I feel like a sniper. It's the best feeling. <laughs> and I don't know how that works. Like I, I read all kinds of books, like the Benoit guys, the tracking guys, the help blood. I yeah. love that stuff. And those guys are like practicing because that's what they do. They shoot a running well, Yeah, I mean, they, they have a, a target set up on rails where they actually run that, that target and they're shooting running, but they also use pump <laughs> rifles. Yeah, and they like roll like a, a weighted tire that's got like a big weight in one side down a hill. Yep. So it bounces oh, like, yeah. regularly. And yeah. they shoot at like a target painted on there. I don't ever freaking practice. But like I feel like when it's on a deer, you're good. The first time I ever no, shot, I'm gonna be honest with no you. Problem. If you want to improve your running, your running shot ability, go duck hunt, go duck hunt or go go hunt oh, yeah. grouse. Like trying to lead a teal when they're buzzing your decoys full speed at mock, an hour. yeah, at Mach two, it they're a hoot to shoot at. I mean, you get three shots to make it happen. If you don't get it on the first or second. That third is a glory shot, and when you crush it on the third shot, it's it's something else. The first, when I got my rifle, I was shooting with a shotgun that's at my dad's house, and it's old and big and awkward. Uh, I, the first year I ever killed with it, oh, here we go, with the freaking beer on the table. Oh, boy. We got a bottle opener here somewhere, don't we? No. We used to. It's mm. MIA. Oh, boy. Did it work? Did you pop you got some table in there you with you. got some you. table with it. Yeah, there. bottle opener there's, there's a few bite marks over there. I'll Why don't you do it, it on the edge over here? Should we do it on the edge on that one? Greg's trying to open a beer. I don't know one. if I've ever had a bush light apple. Oh, not bad. Well, I mean, if you like girly drinks, you might like that shit. Not bad. Can you really not get it? Well, I can, but you're going to be missing more chunks. No. What, what, do you, what do you? There you go. Maybe. No, no, what are you doing? What are you doing It's not going to work. Here. I, that. Where did Before the bottle opener go? Before you hurt yourself. Don't let ever me, lose your bottle opener, people. Well, me. hey, I, I did forget the best part of that whole story was not what I just described. The best part was my dad was a mile away. That didn't work at all. My Here. dad was a mile away. He barely got don't, into the don't woods. Don't open that one. Yeah, we'll leave this. Here, use Here. this. Are you thirsty? Let me see that. Let me see that. So I got to call my dad, and he came right over, and we got to drag that buck out together, which was by far the best part. We got out right as... <laughs> oh, drink it, chug, chug, <laughs> chug. For? I'm not drinking. It's it. not for me. Well, now it's for you. <laughs> the OKS antler just opened a beer. That was actually you really had to pry impressive. on that sucker. I didn't know if I was going to. You wore a little bit of it, a few ounces. It's all good. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's a good beer. That's that brown ale. Yeah, it's nice. Sorry guys and gals tuning in to whatever just happened there. <laughs> that was a lot of Rickamarod open a single beer. <laughs> That's how we do it here at the OK. Yeah, I mean, there's a few pieces and bites out of the table here. It's, it's all your good. table. Do no, you it's your it. table. We've purposely just, not finished it. Yeah, I just built it for you, buddy. I remember when you showed up at this table. It was a big deal. I was so freaking excited. It was you like the moment like, this podcast became like for real for me. Because before it was just me at a weird desk with one mic. And I took the force in her bit and punched a hole through the middle, and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> I don't know that one. What were we talking about? I was talking oh, about the first real. deer I shot with my rifle, real quick. We're, we were talking about his hunt. Yeah, then but then I was talking about, we were talking about sniping deer, moving targets. Yep. I remember there was a, there was a, a pine Back leaning up against the pine. Mom's basement. And I, I had my, my rifle the first time ever. Didn't have my new Very scope on it. I wrapped the, the Sling. slinger on my arm, rested it on this, this blowdown, and there was a doe running. 
running 90 yards, running shot, <laughs> rack, rack, another round. Couldn't find her. No idea where she went. I was like, but, but did she get away? Freaking who Nailed her right in the heart. She dropped. I never saw her drop. She, she like behind, and then we got there, like there's a point of impact. She, she dropped, we got her up, got the heart out right in the freaking heart. And I was like nice. 90 yards running first shot with my new rifle. And it was used by the way. I got it used from Gander Mountain at the time. And I was like, that was about the coolest thing ever. Like, <laughs> is that still the rifle you use? Yeah, yeah. Dude, what, confidence is everything in, in a gun. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, give a so shit cool. what caliber you use, guys. No, it doesn't matter. If confidence you... is everything. That's the only thing that matters. Well, and I have a ton of confidence in that rifle that I have. I've had that thing since I was 16. Oh, yeah. And you know it. I know it's it. It's a beautiful rifle. It's it's a gorgeous rifle. It's too nice to be dragging around and bouncing through the cattail marsh. So what? But it's killed plenty of deer for me. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, cattails don't scratch guns, but if you fall in the right spot, you lose guns. So, but if you're trekking through cattails in, in waist-deep water with a tree stand on your back and you have the gun slung, it scratches the living shit out of the sc- yeah, yeah. The tree stand. Well. So I, when I take pictures of that gun and share them on social. There's one side. There's, it it's gets, got its good get, side and it's bad. Just, just like you. Just like you. Don't get, yeah, see, I got the ugly <laughs> side and the pretty, pretty side. Like Cruella and DeVille. The funny, funny thing is... is both of our ugly side is the same. So. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I learned at a young age that with a bolt action, mm-hmm. it makes a big difference what side you put your sling on. As you put your sling on the wrong side where your bolt's facing thing, your yeah. body, yeah. Oh, yeah. your action will open it up. <laughs> if uh-huh. you're walking through the woods in daylight and your gun's loaded, See, you're going to lose some shit. You're so, going to lose that yeah, shell. I, no, I never thought of that. I've lost it. the shell. Like that's that. characteristic of a couple of rifles. Of an okay hunter? <laughs> well, but... but to be to be fair, it is characteristic of the Remington 700. That's exactly. You can what have I the shoot. safety on, and that that bolt will throw open. Yep. I've never had that happen. I shoot an A bolt. Not that it makes me any better, but that bolt stays locked when the safety is is set to on. Mm. So that's that is something to consider. And then the Winchester Model 70s. They what scopes pre- do you guys have on? Do you guys use over unders or what do you? I do not have an over under. I kind of wish I did, but I just have. Nikon Monarch. That's what I have, the Nikon Monarch, because so I heard that if I go west, it could be funny, great for elk. The f- the funny part is, is I owned a 700 with a 3 to 9 Monarch on it also. Hmm. I sold it. That scope was expensive. I think, I mean, for me at the time, it was four four five hundred bucks. It's a good scope. And that's as much honestly, as I paid for my gun. Back then, that, that was a good scope, and that's that's nothing to not, now. You know, that... that Gets you probably about really better than basic. Yeah, I guess you're probably right. Well, have to look at the Vortex stuff, probably right. So there. I ended up putting a Vortex uh, Viper on mine. Uh, that is a four to sixteen by forty four. It's more of a Western. Yeah, that's a open. Long range. I wanted mine to be able to do both for because I. I mean, at some point I'm going to end up out west doing something. Well, and that's why I put that scope on, thinking I would probably get out there to rifle hunt elk or yeah. something. Will Bowen just did an article for us that got published this morning yep. about five things to consider for a western hunt. He's one of our writers. He's pretty good. Sweet. Sorry. Cool. It was a good article. I never, hmm. I never wrote my article, I was going to say. No one did. No. I just, Sorry. I totally didn't. I underestimated how much hunting season would F up. We got about a goose egg of content for November from everybody, mm-hmm. including myself included. I just... I literally did. Sorry, guys. But you had a good idea for one. I did. It was, it's still a great idea. It's right there. It's really good. So it's start amazing. You guys like, can read it. It's really so, good. So start putting it down now, and then we'll have ammunition for 
next November, and that's probably what yeah. we need to start doing is getting a little more ahead. I just want to go all the time. Called a backlog. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Ba- build a backlog of content. I get beer on my computer. That's not good. Well, you did it. I try to build some hunting content. You know. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of good blogs. We got some good writers. Yeah. And uh, y'all have been doing it for Go Wild. We stopped putting it on our site and having to go on their site. I think there's there's more people that read that than ours. So R- really, maybe. we weren't good enough to put on the OKS hunters. So no, you're well, better than is the point here. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Believe I me, I know it's not good enough for anything. Right. That's why I don't write. Right. <laughs> That's why I don't write. <laughs> no, but you're a hell of a hell of a artiste, though. Yeah. I uh, was talking with Bo the other day, and I was talking about footage. Have you? I'm sorry, I have to stop you for two seconds. I cannot help it. He's looking. Have into you your seen? Eyes. To- have you seen Toy Story Four with Forky? Yeah. <laughs> have you heard Forky say the na- name Bo? I don't. There's like I, two scenes. There's two. I have three kids. This is my life. So there's two scenes where Forky says Bo because Bo is the the creepy girl doll that wants the the voice it's box. Bo Peep, right? Bo Peep is who, oh. yeah yeah my bad that's right yeah, yeah. but he goes bo 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 <laughs> so every time you say bo in my brain just know that I'm going bo 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 every time and I say bo bo's name a lot bo bo <laughs> bo bo hey bo bo hey bo bo so you were talking about bo, bo, anyway, bo, bo, bo. the footage and whatnot because yeah, yeah, yeah. I go down there with and he yeah. was like hey man it's your footage use it how you, you want. want and he put yeah. the OKS hunter logo if it's in up in the video two places stuff, or whatever it's it's nice that's yeah. good so good it's a my cool footage, hunt my footage is not, not good yeah, it's okay it's the best it's okay it's the content the subject matter that the matters story. yeah story. people story. will watch shitty production value for good content and then what i've also seen is if there's shitty content with high production value no one watches it no it's like polishing I a turd no, i have no yeah. interest in it exactly so we don't need to, you you have you don't have a turd you have like a something the opposite of a turd something great. The outcome was good. Yeah, like a no wiper turd. <laughs> <laughs> Just wow. one single plop. The ghost single, turd. The phantom no wiper. <laughs> That's when you had a lot of butter that day. Where to go? They just slip right out. Those trousers and back to work. <laughs> you get a real itchy ass if you don't wipe. Because I had to shit in the woods on gun season. I didn't have anything. <laughs> And I'm like, God, I got a shower when I get back to the cabin. But there are no dingleberries. <laughs> Here we go. We she went down the do road. Do this? The train is someone might have off some, the tracks. Someone might have some footage of this. Oh, my God. Every time someone Seriously? goes to the bathroom and our dear words, our, our buddies pull up phones. And so, like, Clayton was going to take a piss. I pulled my phone. He goes, I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, nothing. And then he wouldn't pee until I turned my phone off. So it was really funny. Yeah. Oh, man. There is video of me shooting at some point in time in my life uh, at a campsite. But they never saw the light of day because those camcorder things, you can't find how to, like, you can't, you can't, like, do anything with those anymore. So I lucked out. Wow. People poop in the woods. It's not, like, a weird topic. I'm proud to say I haven't pooped in the woods once this year. I don't know how that happened. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, somehow being in the woods I'm makes me you. have to poop. I don't, this the first time ever. Team no poop. <laughs> first time ever. I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> in myself. I love team a good no adventurous poop. poop in the woods. <laughs> you got to, I, I don't know, like, Anytime I get to the woods, I'm like, oh, I got to poop. I don't get it. Mike never pooped in the woods. Is never. that because you work yourself up all up into the moment and then yes. you get out there and I, I you're like guess. relaxed? It it's like, man, I got to go. I got to go. Oh, I, gotta go. And it happened. I think it's the nerves. It's I was going to set up, I was setting up my. When you get excited and you're like walking in the woods and you're out of your tree and you're like, holy crap. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, I better do this before I get up in the saddle. So I, I wore my saddle out there. All my stuff was already set up the night before. He I had set up the death diaper the on. The sky dump? Yeah. 
I thought about that because we talked about that with Latitude. AKA the crap strap. (laughs) (laughs) When we had Latitude on, I said comfortable enough to take a shit out of. And he's like, yeah. And Alex is like, well. Because you can bend it down to your knees. You could. You could do it. It would be doable. We're dropping these guys for next year. Spread those leg straps. He didn't respond to my text today. Maybe that's why. (laughs) Could be. The guy that said he shit on my saddle? Yeah. Not talking to that guy anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. I don't know if anyone else is like me, but I always take paper towel. Like, you roll up some paper towels. You got to have something with. Dude, I've washed so many pairs of hunting clothes. I guess you don't oh, need to no. use paper, paper towel in paper the pockets. Towel. And Where'd just, this come from? It's like confetti it's shredded. everywhere. It's like my wife with all of her work smocks comes home, do the laundry. Where did all these Kleenexes and toilet paper come from? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Must have left a few in there. Um, yeah, you got like half a box of Kleenex in here. So, Tony asked when we shoot for rifles. Uh, I have a Remington 700. Hot 6? Hot 6. Why well, don't people, 30.06, but people call it 30.06. Hot 6? Yeah, I don't get that, but whatever. It's what it's a thing. I just think There's I'm saying nothing wrong with it. It's classic rifles. It's killed exactly many deer. No, no, I know. I, shoot, I got a left-handed and it's a, yeah. Remington. You're left-handed, okay. okay. And I had one, but I was hard up for cash, and I sold it. It was yeah. a good shooting rifle, but yeah. what's your uh, round of choice? Mine was a... 165 grain Hornaday Superformance. I think I had 155 grain uh, that are like silver. I don't know. They're okay. nice. The hard points are, or something. Federal or Winchester, one of the two. Silver tips, those are Winchester. I have, to go, I have the box in my case. I can Federal yeah, I Fusion, if you can they get your federal. hands on them. You like the Fusion. It's federal Love season. The fusion. All I've, right. pulled, I've pulled my bullet out of the hide of almost every deer I've shot over the last Really? So it's got just enough... It's to it, make it in there. We talked. And never had one go over thirty yards. We talked That's about beautiful. this one that that Joel sniffed out of the woods, and he he loves the gut deer. And I'm like, go for it, man. He's really good at it. He's very fast. Probably like you. I imagine you guys would get along great. But he dug all three rounds out of that one, and that was another running shot, ninety yards, same spot that I shot the doe from. Oh shit! So I was nice. like, it's just like a, a it's, it produces. But and I've I've owned a few rifles, but the one that I currently have that I've held on to. Uh, is a Browning A-Bolt 300 Wind Mag. Bought it with the intentions of going elk hunting, and everybody's mm-hmm. going to hear this go, well, that's way over gun. That's what my dad shoots, too. Honestly, that gun has been I would awesome. rather have over gun than Honestly, not Honestly, it's, been, it's like, been awesome. It's you pick the right bullet. I shoot 180 grain Hornaday Superformance, which shoots the ELDX bullet. Um, that's why your exit holes are only this big. Right. It's, and that's kind of the way I like it because if I would have, I've shot deer with 150 grain fail safes mm-hmm. from Winchester back, you know, I'm dating myself when I say the fail safe bullet. That thing was like throwing a hand grenade at the rib cage. It was ugly. Just came up. Yeah, I, oh, I shot it. A... It did. And it actually wouldn't exit. It would just explode on impact. <laughs> and there I had be, so much bone in my. That's just it. Yeah. There were bone bone fragments and <laughs> chunks of hide. Here we everywhere. go again. Here we go. Keep me away. Watch out for old wide, wide load. Yeah, this wide is the, load. the, I don't think I talked about this on the show, uh, but Holly, my wife, named this buck the urgent care buck. Yep. Urgent right. care. With the whole urgent story care. that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that fun. Week. And then, then I aptly, then I've never named this buck, but I thought, well, you know, I, I guess I can name it now because that's what we're doing, right? We're naming deer. And this one is the, the what is that fucking painter guy? Bob Ross. It's the Bob Ross buck. It's the Bob Ross buck. It's a happy accident. You were in a happy tree. <laughs> oh, happy yeah. accident. Happy tree and a happy accident. Yeah. And yeah. next next week, Jace is in town for this, this show Tuesday. Next week, we're talking with um, Giannis Patelis. By the way, cool. So that'll be fun. If anyone has any questions they want to ask him, like line them up. 
mm-hmm. and then that Thursday, as far as I'm aware, everyone has agreed to show up at my house for that day. You better yeah. put the drop time away from that one. What's and it? the wives are going to be interviewed what? for the show. So Dude, that's going to be the season finale. My wife has been holding this over my head for yeah. A month they're talking now. about it, She's dude. Like, no, hey, just wait till the interview. Yourself. Both interview both barrels. This is the only way I could get them to agree to come here. They're gonna uncork <laughs> both barrels, and we're gonna get it. Okay, here's what you wives do. tell all. Here's what you gotta do. Here's what you gotta do, though. You gotta have them interview separately, and then you gotta do a joint Group. interview. They're gonna yeah. do what That's we do. Gonna be That's gonna be the goal. The juice when yeah, the wives is. are together. You're gonna get, you're gonna get some magical magical oh, juices. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just did that just, quite what did I was that just talking about. I wasn't going to say anything. I was talking oh, about some, uh, okay. You had to go there. Conversations. There it is. Magical conversations. <laughs> uh, like, why are we married to these fucking guys? Well, they question that every fall. Yeah. And well, not, not every day for mine. My wife asked me to go hunting for her friend who was not going to be able to go hunting, wanted a deer. What do you mean? She hmm. was she when I got send home you out to kill a deer. Opening weekend. She was like, hey. This is a prank, like a it's your, a trap for Kate. I was like, "This does not feel natural." Yeah, are you okay? And then she told me that maybe, maybe I should chase that archery buck tag down. What? This is this is a trap. I've never. This heard. is this is a trap. You the, might want to proceed with caution. More. I, like I would sidestep lateral and go around and just. Sniff it from downwind side. Just say, you know, we have enough venison, you know. You're upwind, right? Well, uh, we'll give her some of our venison. You know, we don't need to hunt anymore. The stupid part of me is. Try my response first and see how that favors. Does she have a boyfriend? His wife? (laughs) (laughs) She might have many, right? She's got a couple. Okay. Maybe she's just trying to get you out there so she can go hang out with that boyfriend. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Something season. (laughs) Hey, you're, I know you're back from deer camp, but you, you, should, uh, you should go back up there. <laughs> should you lock all the doors? <laughs> and at some point, as a deer hunter, you're kind of thinking, well, you know, maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> Most of me is like, oh, she's giving me the okay. <laughs> Not really. uh, the voice in the back of your head of reasons going, I don't know if I should fall for that. There is no voice of reason between September and January, Greg. <laughs> Fair no, enough. No. It's, I told Holly... This early, before the season came, I said, you know, I'm not going to hunt early season. And then I go with you. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a mistake. We should not hunt early no. season next year. No. Hell of a We're just, just going to wait until like the last week. The bug gets you and then it just gets you. And, and By Halloween, you've already been bit and you're, you're itching bad. But so historically, apparently, it's I like mean, the only rash. two bucks I've ever killed with my bow happened in the first two weeks of November. Mm-hmm. So, like, why bother? That's what my friend Corey and I, Joe House, when we were talking, and I was like, did anyone see anything before October 20th? Right. And everyone was like, does and spikes. Spikes. Like, Why stuff. are we sweating doing all this? Yeah. Nobody got it. Getting, getting bit up by mosquitoes. Yeah, we're, coming we, home right, with ticks I mean, on We're us. just technically rut hunters. Dragging canoes. Through yeah. Dragging canoes through bullshit grass full of mosquitoes. Can't wait to do it again next year. Yeah, man. Can't Look wait. Look at this. Jeff, can you call in? You might be working on it right now. Jeff said he worked on my cape for the buck. And did you know that your buck's your buck had a torn ear? I don't think I did know that. I'm fighting. That's pretty cool. I mean, he he looks like a, a brute of a, but he looks like a fighter. He looks like an old warrior. Looks like a swamp donkey. Yeah, well, it's because they dragged him through a freaking river. <laughs> so I think he just looked extra swampy. 
in the photos because he was just, soaking wet. He's just cool, man. He's funky and nasty and character and just badass. The landowner that allowed me to hunt, I, I sent him uh, a note. I'm like, dude, thank you so much. You know, wh- what do you want? Do you want some, some booze? Do you want some money? Do you want, like, I, I can get creative with some gifts. I'm just thinking, like, what can I get him? I know him uh, you know, fairly well. And he's like, no, man, just give me some venison when you get it. I'm like, all right, we can do that. Hell yeah. I'll give, I'll give him the good cuts. And then I can give him some scraps he can turn into something, or I can give him the snack sticks or something like that. But Are uh, you having snack sticks made right away? I have two giant. This is a big. It, it, so we got to wait. I took it to my uncle. Uh, he's got a scale. Right. And you saw the video. Yep. It'll make its way into the film. Uh, but it was uh, 163 pounds dressed. Nice. And my oh, dad nice. got one the next morning. His was 180 pounds dressed. <laughs> Dad's buck was big, too. And. Where's I going with this? It's a big deer. There's a lot of meat. I have two bags of scraps. I had never done this this way with the, the processor before. Mm-hmm. I've done my own deer before in the past. It took me forever. I'm not good at it. I don't have time. And I, the last thing I'm do is tell my wife I'm going to do more deer stuff after she's like about to kill me. So it's just you offered. I would have loved to take you up on it. What was going to happen? And so I took it to the, the butcher. They got me my meat back in two days. So they gave me all my, my fresh cuts, my steaks, chops, and, and roasts. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me two big-ass bags of all the scraps. Perfect. So my plan is to just, at some point, bring the scraps in and get it all done up to whatever I want. Sweet. Or try some stuff myself. So, I mean, we had chart on our podcast at some point. They make some, uh, you know, grinders. I've been thinking about that, too. <clears throat> I've got a pretty nice Cabela's grinder. I was going to say, I've half got horse. I have. That's the same one I have. Bring it over. i got a bunch of packages that I've kept for, like, the last year. I have a whole bunch of stuff I want to grind. Yeah. We're having a grinding party. We should party have a burger, <laughs> burger party. Burger party. Sausage yeah. party. Yeah, we Literal start. sausage party. Yeah. Sausage fest. Yeah. Sausage, sausage fest grinder party. <laughs> Sounds real awesome. <laughs> anyway, no, I would love to... to, to Come get my hands sausage. on my meat. <laughs> go to my sausage party. <laughs> and go to your sausage <laughs> grinding party. Seriously. Uh, think of, take of that what you will. Now, Jeff said he worked on the Cape. Uh, did not know I had a torn ear. I'd love to hear you call in, Jeff. The, ter- the torn ear is uh, adding to did the Did you character. notice it? I didn't notice it. You were all over that thing with me. I, I didn't look that close because I was more worried about getting video footage, footage of your reaction, yeah. your dad's reaction, everybody's reaction, and then doing all the other fun yeah. stuff. Remember, I... I put forth the effort to find find the deer because it was real hard, you know. <laughs> I was pretty damn excited when you sent me that video. Yeah, the the deer eye, I got it. I right saw there. a scan of brush, then all of a sudden I saw it stop, and I was like, "Is that a main beam?" This <laughs> 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 whole thing is main that beam. Was an that's all, that's yes, all it, it is. I made a video of the day you shot that. Of every so, that would have been like a <laughs> watching me catch the video. Yeah, a video of the video guy. A video no. of us talking about yeah. what was going to go. Yeah, because yeah, so, Jace would have been along. That'd so, been pretty cool to like, capture. Legit, I I took the video and I'm I'm like I I pressed video to send Derek a message, and I'm like, yeah, I'm whispering to the camera, look at that, there it is. I gotta pretend I'm not showing you. Anything. Well, I wasn't across the river yet. You could have done whatever you wanted. I know, but I I didn't. I was trying to savor the moment here mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, you my did friend. a good job. You did a good job. I was very, I very shocked. I wanted you to at least get eyes on it, even though I was like, I, that's not, that. I was like, is that someone else's deer? But, <laughs> that was but the first thought that crossed right my now, mind. Like, when I saw it, as soon as I hit terra firma and the scanned and looked to the right and saw it, I'm like, oh. I felt very warm inside. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't believe it was my deer. I I, I was so excited awesome. for you. What an it awesome wasn't. Day. Yeah, cool. it was it was good stuff, man. Yeah, so happy for you. It'll be really, and I'm really happy that Jeff gets to do it. The 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 taxidermy. Yep. I'm surprised it's already over two months. Crazy. He's a good friend to us, and always has been, and always will be. So. Yep. It's it's great that he's doing it because he does a nice job. Well, I said the next year I get on him to do it, so mm-hmm. I'm happy it's going to work out this way. Uh, Chris Whitley in the comments. What's yeah, up, guys? Man. Got my Congrats, certificate brother. back. From yeah, my first I saw that. Wow. I saw your certificate on the gram today. Congrats, Chris. That's a big deal. It is Very a big cool. deal. What about yours? Is yours going to hit some oh, score? His will hit something if he decides to send it in and have it measured. I had uh, uh, well, Jerry Wedner. Okay. The brothers from the show. Yeah. With the print. Oh. The two gentlemen. The are they Wagners, official? One of them is an official score. No kidding. Oh, wow. He reached out to me and said, hey, if you'd like to have your buck officially scored for Boone and Crockett, blah, 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 when it's after the 60-day drying period, let me know. I said, well, I don't know that I'm necessarily at all interested in entering Whatever. into anything, yeah. but Bo scored a lot of deer. You're going to have this thing for the me. rest of your life. It'd be really cool to have something like that alongside of it. You know, so, when you look back at it, when you're when it, you're seventy five, ten your kids, big deal. not not for bragging rights, but not for, for bragging rights, but it, I mean, it, it's up to you what you want to do. But it's kind of a personal goal thing. My dad had one done. His like eight point, yeah, like it. He went to Godfrey down in Whitewater, who did it at the time, and it was a big deal. Like Godfrey looked at it and said, "Man, this is a big eight pointer." This thing ought to score good. Well, it didn't score as good as they had hoped because of deductions, but 132 and 6 eighths, that's a pretty... With deductions. That's with deductions is a pretty... And that thing was heavy. It's all palmated. It's got some real heavy, thick tines. I mean, that deer field dressed at over 250 pounds. Holy crap. That thing was a cow, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. No yeah, yeah. We talked about yeah. this one before. I mean, I got pictures of me and my brother standing by it when we were... That's when, a hell of a drag. Let's see. 87, 86 it was shot. So, yeah, 86 or 87. It was pretty awesome. Really? <clears throat> Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, call in, man. So Please do. Happy? Call in. He was happy yeah. about it? He was ecstatic. I mean, he got it scored. It was in the record book. My family's name is now in the in the Pope and Young record book. Cool. It's in the Buck and Bear book of Wisconsin. Obviously, you shot that in Illinois. I don't know how that looks, but you're still a Pope and Young scorer. So you have that scored. This is your Pope and Young score. Would that be your first one? Pope and Young? Yeah. No. But officially? I got a 140 in Wisconsin. So what home. is the, what is the, I should know because we had them on our podcast. Is Pope and Young. This one, might be yeah. Pope and Young, right? 165 is, is Boone, Boone and Crockett, Crockett for yeah. a bow. Uh, now, Bilo has measured more deer than anyone I know. Just I've gross. never measured. I would love someone to come here and, and show me how to measure. My boss offered can, to help me. I'll measure that for you. I just don't even know yeah, what to do. Yeah, I mean, it's measurable. You can. There's instruction on. I was supposed it. to do it for it. the uh, the bow hunting league, and I don't. I I missed it. I didn't get this back in time to do it, and I didn't do it before I handed it in. So I think I just missed the mark there, which is fine. Below knows fun. deer more than anybody I know, and when he walked up in the video, you hear him. He says, "Dude, you shot your one first, your first one seventy, and I couldn't believe him. I was like, "There's no way." I made him measure it twice. <laughs> when we got it, we were having beers. And he measured the first time. I was like, no freaking way it's that big. Measure it again. Measure it again. So we measured again. And the smaller measurement was 172. And so you were conservative with it. Yeah, the first one was slightly bigger, 174. Something yeah. Like, which I thought was insane. We got a... Couldn't happen. Got a hot one? Yeah. Hey, Chris. Hey, 
Chris, you're live on the show. Thanks for calling in, buddy. What do you got going on? You got uh, congrats. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, it's been slow in North Carolina. I had a heck of a season in Ohio this year. and then, uh, But, yeah, I was excited to get my first uh, buck that ever qualified for Pope and Young. That's been a, a lifelong dream of mine, uh, I guess, for a long time. Uh, I remember last year after I killed this buck in Kentucky, um, this is my 2021 buck from Kentucky that I got scored. And, uh, we have an expo in North Carolina called the Dixie deer classic oh, where cool. you can take animals and have them score, uh, for free. They, they, uh, so I went through the whole process, had it scored. Uh, the guy that scored it gave me his information when I got the scorecard back and told me just to reach out to him, uh, got in touch. He helped me fill out all the paperwork because it's kind of tedious to that with that stuff. I don't know if anybody's ever went through that, but you've got to list the weight of your arrow, the you know the type broadhead, the brand, the bow you're shooting, and all that you know the fine details. You have to uh, show. I guess they've got like a little diagram. You got to indicate where you struck the animal, uh, and then tell about the recovery of the animal. So there's a lot of different stuff you've got to fill out for that and submit uh, to get that stuff back. And then it took a couple months, I guess, to to actually get it back. So, you should go to uh, datakills.com and enter all that same stuff in again over there. Yeah, if you feel like doing some more paperwork, which is really pretty quick paperwork, but it's pretty quick. But I almost wonder if they're if Pope and Young is doing some sort of um, data storage research that they want to know all that information. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, so the, the letter that you get back to, of course, it congratulates you for the, the animal that you took, uh, but it also states that, you know, that's part of Pope and Young is to kind of see how many entries are, are, gain, are received each year in areas and things to, so that they can kind of track how deer management and things going. So that helps them keep a record of, you know, I guess they can see the dips and the trends and stuff like that um, of, of the whitetails that get submitted each year. But uh, if you guys got time, I was going to tell you, I had one of the, I don't, I don't normally get emotional in the woods, uh, I, I'll kind of like the, the movie, There's No Crying in Baseball. Yes. But I had an experience when I killed the best buck this year, and I'm telling on myself a little bit, but it was the craziest, wildest moment I've ever had in a tree stand. Yeah, let's hear uh, it. So, it, so uh, me and my buddies, we've been going to Ohio for 12 years hunting public land. This is the 12th year that we've done it. We actually skipped last year because of uh, going to Kentucky, but uh, – so we go up to Ohio, we get there on Saturday, uh, it's that first rule, the first full week in October, or in November, and uh, it's, I think, 80 degrees when we roll into Ohio. Just horrible conditions. Uh, the first three or four days, it is just just ridiculous how hot it is. So the very first, and so deer movement had been just nothing. We were lucky to see a deer a day. Uh, no buck movement, uh, nothing. Uh, and one of my buddies was having a hard time just even seeing a deer, so... Um, we're sitting in the stand. It's the very first cold morning. It was November 8th. And it was, I remember it was the first cold spell that we had had. First time I'd had to wear bibs and her coat or anything like that. We've been wearing long sleeve t-shirts into the woods, you know, up until that point. And I'm sitting there in my stand and this is where it gets weird. Um, it is, I know it's just a muscle spasm, but I feel like this tap on my shoulder and it, I mean, it just sent chills. It's just like somebody was sitting in the tree and tap my shoulder. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I have all this, like, flood of memories of my grandpa start popping through my head. Hmm. Stuff that I hadn't thought about since I was just a kid. And it was just like these chills come over me. I'm smiling from ear to ear, you know, just 
just cool just remembering all this stuff. And so I look up at the sky, and I was like, Grandpa Bud, if you're here with me, send me a big buck. I kid you not. I look over. It was that, that honey, that just a, just a, uh, I don't know, that sixth sense of the hunter. You know, you turned your head, and just all of a sudden there's a deer. You didn't hear anything or anything like that. It was that kind of experience. I just look over my shoulder, and there standing in the CRP field is a 140-inch eight-pointer, uh, 150 yards away. Grab my grunt call, grunt him in 20 yards, and the rest is history. So, Damn, just that like is a coolest. really special story, man. <laughs> That's awesome. After that happened, I mean, I absolutely broke down in the tree stand. I mean, it was like just flood of emotion that uh, that I'd never experienced before. But just a cool thing. So I've not had a deer mounted in 20 years or so, but this one's at the taxidermist right now. So awesome. I'm going to put like a picture of my grandpa and stuff like that beside the deer. Oh, good. When I get you back. So. Yeah, it's awesome. Good for you. And Chris. if anybody so. could call a deer, and I know it's you. I know you're really big on turkey calls, but I got to imagine that translates to deer calls just the same to some degree. Absolutely. You know what? I've been seeing a lot of TikTok videos, and it's from deer and deer hunting, and I usually like a lot of the stuff these guys post. But they're posting – I've seen two different posts from them saying, you're making a huge mistake if you carry a grunt call into public land. Huh. And I'm like, I cannot disagree with you more uh, on that. Yeah. Their I, point is everybody – Michael Waddell does a lot with, with with those types of videos and calling in deer, and, and he, he works a grunt call pretty good and a snort wheeze and all that stuff, and he's shown actual footage of and a lot of others do. A lot of people call deer in with a grunt, too. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, and I get what they're saying, that everybody's carrying a grunt call, but, and I, of course, that was one of my TikTok series I did when I was really big and heavy into making TikTok videos. I don't have time for it as much anymore. But my thing is just kind of the same, like you said, with turkey hunting if you make an effort to make it sound as realistic as you possibly can, then I think then you're one step ahead of a lot of people. Cause I hear a lot of people just grab a grunt, grunt call and just blow it just like he was blowing a party whistle or something, you know? And to me, right. it doesn't sound as realistic. I've got, I, I do not grunt with gloves on. I take my gloves off and I manipulate the end of that, the tube, you know, to the sounds that I've actually heard in the woods. You got a grunt tube nearby? Like can, can you give us an example? Uh, it's in my truck. If you got just a second, I do. I want to hear it because I'm, I'm very curious about this because I've, I've like, I, I, I don't think that just putting a grunt tube into the open air without any cupped hands is a good idea. Cause it sounds it's not. inauthentic. So, but then I'm like, what's the right way to, mis- right? to, to, to manipulate that thing with your hands. So I, I know that you care about this stuff a lot because we had you on before. So I'm curious to hear how it comes out when you and- do it. I mean, the biggest buck I've killed with my okay, I'm in the truck. Okay. a grunt call on public I don't land, know. So. Yeah, yeah. When Weathered Oaks I got my bag right has here. made some really good wooden yeah. calls. Stay tuned for more on that. Uh-huh. It's so, common. The, uh, I don't know if I can demonstrate this on and make it sound right over the phone. Let's <laughs> see how it comes through. I won't judge you. Do your best. All right. I'm going to... Let me... I'm going to give you like a before and after. I'm going to put some gloves on, and then I'm going to grunt with this grunt call. <laughs> I love Chris. And then I'm, <laughs> He's a real deal, Chris. So, so this is this is a uh, it's the Bone Collector series, like the Buck Roar type grunt mm-hmm. calls what I use. So this is grunting with a grunt with a, a glove on. You hitting rumble strips there? Or so what? this You're is when deer. I take my glove off. 
And this is with the the glove off. Well, sorry, I just had a hang on. To me, I don't know if you, that comes through. It sounds it does. Phone, okay. It but, sounds, um, there's a different sound to it. You're not absorbing as much sound. You're actually able to broadcast more sound. But do it without anything, and that sounds probably extremely different. Yeah. Yeah. That's not covering the tube. So when I hear a deer grunt in the woods, there's a ton of different. I've heard some really deep, nasty ones. But just the standard grunt, if a buck is following a doe, or if he's searching for a doe, it sounds like it's coming from his throat. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's more... Buried a little it's bit. It's almost like a clicky sound. It's got yeah. a click or something to well, it. Well, it's buried that's behind what I'm his trying tongue. To it's it's very like communicative. Like, it's fast, rapid, too. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, there's something going on over here. Like, it's very distinctively a buck. And so I'm like, I got this grunt to I'm not just doing, meh. Like, that's not how they sound to me when I hear them. Yes. And so that's what I'm trying to imitate. I've heard that enough. That that's what I'm trying to, to imitate with it. And it, to me, it's not just like a puff of air. It's almost, I almost, it's like I'm saying, ew, ew, ew. That's what I've heard, almost that sound, but with a little bit more rasp. And so that grunt call helps me get the rasp uh, into it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I said, I got tons of uh, TikTok videos on that. But he responded and came in, and you, and you got, how far was the shot? Uh, 20 yard shot. Yeah, I saw him at just standing there, proud and tall in a CRP field, head raised high. Um, he started moving kind of down the CRP field towards my direction and got in behind some taller bushes. And I lost him for a few seconds and I actually heard him grunt one time. And so, um, but I didn't respond to that grunt because I could tell that he was moving closer just from the sound of the grunt. So I didn't make any noise. And then I heard a limb break and I realized he had left the CRP field and he was in the woods with me about a hundred yards away, but he was on a trail that was leading him away from me. So grabbed the grunt crawl. Uh, I grunted one time. He stopped on a dime, turned, and head down, came straight to me. About 30 yards, he stopped. There was a little creek in between me and him, and I knew I'd range that creek, and I thought, if I can get a deer on this side of the creek, you know, I'm in the game. And so he stopped what seemed like forever and just looked at the creek, looked across. He's looking for where that grunt sound came from, and then he just dropped his head, came across the creek, and then it was game on. I did have one panic moment when I drew back on him. Uh, I had to turn and I was shooting off the right hand side of my fan. So as a bow hunter, if you're shoot right handed, you know, you have to twist all the way around. And so my tether for my, uh, you know, my safety belt was when I drew back, the right buckle was right laying on my release aid. And mm -hmm. so now I'm panicking, trying to bite that thing and use my chin to move it, you know, <laughs> out of the way. And so once I get back behind my wrist, I know it's not going to affect the string. And so then I could make the shot. So, but, he didn't run. Like I said, he spun around, ran about 40, 50 yards, stopped, and just piled over right there. Oh, so cool. beautiful. It's Good a job. wonderful thing when they die in sight. And you said something that I'm glad you did when you're calling deer. And my dad and I always talked about this watching, like, deer hunting videos from back in the day. The deer's coming towards somebody, and yet they're ripping on the grunt call. It's like, that's a great way to mess your hunt up. Yeah, because now you're if projecting the, the sound directly you, at them. Quit don't call no if they're working your way naturally let them come as close as they can possibly come you may have to let them work past before you hit a grunt call because that's only going to put them on alert and have them looking for a deer if you're in an open area they can see under you 
you're just asking for trouble with any kind of older deer or mature deer that's just going to booger them up. Yeah, the deer I killed, I watched him watch, uh, you know, for, he, he was watching for movement because he couldn't see it either. Both of both me and the deer could hear a doe being chased by another buck and a lot of grunting. And so I witnessed him watching this or watching for this signal. And when the doe showed up, it was affirmation. And then it was game over. He crossed over and came to play. And so like without that affirmation, I wonder if he would have even bothered, you know, maybe he would have because it was real authentic deer sounds. Maybe he would have came in way more cautiously or whatnot, but when they get that visual confirmation, that's totally different. No, thanks for calling in. One of my, I know one of my, one of my most successful TikTok videos was about turkey hunting, but I said the same thing in that. Uh, I said, you know, what's, I'm going to give you guys a secret deer call or a turkey call. Sorry. I'm going to give you guys a secret turkey call. See if you can hear this and I don't make a sound. (laughs) And then I said, okay, let me play it for you again. And I just go quiet. I don't make a sound. I said, sometimes the most deadly call you can make is not making a call at all. And that kind of speaks to what you were saying is that when that deer was coming to me, there's no need to do anything at that point. And the same thing translates into turkey hunting. If that bird's gobbling and he's getting closer and closer to you, the worst thing you can do to mess that up is do something that doesn't sound natural or you mess up a grunt or something like that, you're going to spook him and he's going to walk away. So I do like to, if a deer is moving away from me, that's when I will pull out that grunt call. Or in Ohio on public land, uh, one of those can calls, like the bleak can, has absolutely been. Yeah, it, that, when I I got one of those things for Christmas, and I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. But I was in Ohio, and as a moment of desperation, I grunted, done everything at this buck. I pulled out one of those bleak cans, and I mean, he turned on a dime and came to me. So I would almost say it's fifty-fifty split between the bucks I have grunted in with a grunt call. And the bucks I have grunted in with a, a bleak call. Um, I've never heard a bleat in the but wild. The, I have. Have you? Does oh. it sound like it sounds like the can? It's similar. One of my good buddies this year shot one on a public that I was hunting with a bleak call. 3.30 in yeah. the afternoon. Turned it over once. Buck came in at 20 yards. Done. It's just good to have tools. It is. Tool belt. I think a lot of people are great. A lot of people are probably like me. And just when you hear that, you think, oh, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I've never heard that in the wild. But And in North Carolina, I can tell you, for whatever reason, grunting, calling, nothing seems to work for me calling-wise in North Carolina other than not calling in small bucks. In Ohio, I don't know if it's just those deer are – I know they're just as pressured or more pressured than the bucks I, I hunt in North Carolina, but it just seems like it's a different breed of whitetail. Uh, I've heard it's a northern strand of what, from what we hunt uh, – but it just seems like they are more fired up, geared up, and more aggressive to come into calling. So, Greg has said something so similar about the, the, the bucks here with snort wheezes. They don't respond to it well. No. And maybe it's a breed of deer here, but, like, maybe it's the fickle Wisconsinite coupon clipping deer that are like, don't come at me aggressive. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're Wisconsinites. We're friendly here. And you snort wheeze on them, they, they book it. <laughs> Tell you, blow a grunt, you know, behind you, kind of directed towards them, but behind you, then they don't like it so much when – you're in there scraping rub line and they're pissed off at the tree in front of them. Joe. And then one more tip and I'll let you guys go. Yep. One thing as as calling with a grunt call. Uh, I've hunted natural. Like when I'm on public land, I don't use bait or anything. I've got places on private land where I don't hunt bait. And then I've got areas that I do hunt over bait. I can tell you that hunting over bait calling does absolutely nothing for me. But if I'm hunting natural, it's, it seems like that's when I have the most success um, calling in deer. 
And for me, I think that's because a buck doesn't necessarily have to come to a sign. He already knows that bait pile to circle around that downwind, and he can scent check a doe. So he knows it's there. He knows the does are already going to be there. So it's almost like I don't need to come investigate. I can go in by that and investigate that anytime to where if he hears a sound from an area he's not associating deer with, that's something he's going to go check out. I don't know if anybody else has had that experience, but I can grunt over a bait pile all day long and it does nothing for me. But then you put me out in the woods away from that, and that's where I have my most success with them. That's a, that seems valid. Like a, there's logic to that. I, I'll buy it. Yeah. But, all right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you taking the call. Uh, you bet. I, like I said, love hearing you guys. I don't get to hear you all the time, but uh, no, when cool I do that- catch it, uh, I want you. We love hearing from you. So yeah, thanks for calling again in. Congrats again on the buck, man. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And congrats to you guys. You guys are having a hiccup this season, too. So uh, It's been so fun. Appreciate you guys taking the call. Yeah, glad you got to enjoy your hunt with your grandpa. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was special for sure. All right, have a good one. All right. Joe, I'm going to say your last name wrong, Joe. I'm sorry. Shalatsky. I did it right. My boy got a buck over the weekend, guys. Is the proudest I've ever been. Hell yeah. There is something yep. about when someone else gets a deer. You, you Yeah, guys. especially if it, maybe it's their first one or they haven't shot a lot of deer. Yep. That's pretty awesome. It's like Christmas when you give a gift. It's better than receiving. It's very similar to Much that Much more gratifying. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's it. I don't have anything else. That was a We're at 7.30 with an hour and a half. We've been rolling with this thing. So I think we can call it an episode. I would tune in, tune in next week if you guys got questions for Giannis. Pile them in. Get us some questions ahead of time. If you listen to this one, it'd be good to have some more uh, questions ahead of time for that because I don't know if we're going to do calls or what because that'll be a uniquer episode. We probably will do calls. We don't really change it up for anybody. Uniquer. <laughs> I like that. Uniquerist. Yeah, making up words. That's what we do here at OK Thunder Podcast. You learn something that you're never going to learn anywhere else because we just make it up <laughs> as we go. Yeah. <laughs> These aren't facts. <laughs> and, facts. and you might... We just didn't tell show. lies. We just tell invalid truths. You might finish listening to this show and go, I don't know if I got smarter or dumber. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having heard forever having heard that. <laughs> Simple no would have been fine, but okay. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Have a good week. Take her easy.